Hi everybody, this is Sue Pine from Serenities Now. I want to welcome you to Tools for Peaceful Life. Um, we're here with my special friend, Farrah Wilson. Um, she's back to tell us a little bit more about what's going on. If you missed our interview the first time, you probably missed out, but you can probably find the replay or I'd be glad to share it with you if you need it. Um, but for anybody who doesn't know, Farah is a freelance artist. She's a gifted energy healer, um, a coach, an amazing mom with little ones, lots of ones. And uh, she likes to bake. She likes to cook. She loves her rabbits. Hopefully she'll share a little bit about her rabbits with us. It's kind of, she calls herself a right-brained jack of all trades. Welcome, Farah. Thanks for being with us today. Oh, thank you for having me, Sue. We're Super happy to have you. Excited <laughs> to have you. And excited to have our viewers. Um, we're glad you're here. And our replay watchers so please let us know that you're here let us know where you're from and if you have any questions we'll try to you know answer them as we go if you have any so Farah, since we met last you have a whole bunch of bunnies can you share a little bit <laughs> yes so yes i i have a rabbit tree and it is called Okay, my husband named it, named it. I didn't. Okay. okay. Farah's Cuddle Corner. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yes. And we have your um, standard Rex rabbits. And they are some of the softest rabbits you can find. They are known for their pelts. Um, their pelts go for anywhere 10 to $15 a pelt on Etsy. They're really, really good quality. And they go from, let's see, they get anywhere from nine, uh, seven to 11 pounds. So they get pretty big. People use them as pets. People use them for meat rabbits. Meat people use them for their pelts. And well, my husband and me got them because he was like, you know what? The world is kind of crazy. Let, let's get a full, like, you know, let's have this for food storage. And I was thinking, yeah, okay, let's do that. I'll get my, my baby bunnies, right? And he's like, oh yeah, all your baby bunnies you want. So now we have like, tons of baby bunnies and I'm selling them all <laughs> because I don't want them eaten. Yeah. So I'm like selling all these rabbits and Scott's like, don't I get to eat any? I'm like, nope. <laughs> no, no. It's like family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know yeah. it's going to end up happening. You know, that's why we got them. But, and mm -hmm. I know how to, I know how to skin one. I know how to gut one. I know how to tan one. Like I know how to do all that, but I, I want to try and sell them first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get that. Get mm -hmm. that. But so I bet your kids enjoy that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They do. They really do. Yeah. they just constant baby bunnies and just fluffies. <laughs> they're so yeah. cute when they're little. And, and they're just, they're yeah. so soft. They're so unbelievably soft. But it's really fun because the kids are learning new things. And I'm learning new things. Like, mm -hmm. I thought I knew everything about rabbits. Oh, no. <laughs> no. In fact, um... This past couple of days, I've had to soak their butts in Epsom salt. Oh my goodness. Why is that? So the little tiny newborns, the little babies, mm -hmm. um, they, when they go to the, when they eat from their mom, 
the mom then licks them, their hindquarters to try to stimulate, like, you know, like a dog, stimulate them yeah, to lick yeah, them up yeah. and clean them. Well, sometimes when they do that, some of the fecal matter can go up into the urethra. Ew. Ew, gross, right? Yeah. And yeah. I've been seeing some of them having a little bit of infection back there. So I've had to soak their little butts in the Epsom salt to relax them, to be able to help them get that stuff out. Yeah. So it's been, I, I never knew I had to do that before. I never knew anything like that. I was like, wait, what? Because yeah. I called my breeder and I'm like, what do I do? And she's like, do mm-hmm. this. I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I got to hold their butts in the water. <laughs> and wow. they fall asleep too. They just oh, like really? pass out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what else are you doing? I know you're just like full of all kinds of new stuff since we talked. Yeah, well, so I'm uh, trying to build my coaching practice, my life, my, you know, coaching, (laughs) because I have pretty much been coaching people my whole life. And so I figured, you know, I may as well just start, you know, charging people and, you know, making a business out of it because I've been doing this my whole life and I didn't really realize it. But people were like, oh, you're like my shrink or you're my therapist. You're my life coach. Just making jokes. And, or I thought they were making a joke, but then I talked to them later and they're like, no, you really were. I was like, oh, okay. You know, so now I'm kind of, I'm going into that and then I'm doing my energy healing. And then also I am um, really diving deep into my book writing because that has a, I really, really like hit it hard. Like, you know, um, about a few years ago. And then I kind of got distracted having my other kid and, you know, getting to IOI and everything. And I've really kind of put it on the back burner. But now it's like, okay, I have so many book series and so many novels and so many just books in my head. My head feels like it's going to explode. Like, I have to get it all on paper. I have um, history. Like, it's fiction. Um, I've got uh, books about um, pirates uh, and the legend of the Bermuda Triangle and Atlantis. I've got books that are... Um, what well, I've been told from people in the writing industry that it could be the next Game of Thrones, only without the extreme gross part of Game of yeah. Thrones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If that's in my book, it's innuendo. It's not written. I don't want to put that in my book. Um, I have um, a book about police officers and how their lives are. It's called The Heart Behind the Badge and how their lives are behind, you know, in the back scenes and how really rough it is, in fact, for the families. Um, I have a book that is a modernization of Ram Stoker's Dracula, but it's actually Dracula's brother called Radu. Did you, I don't think anybody knew Dracula had a brother. But no, Radu, not yeah, at his all. name was Radu. So I'm making a modernization of Bram Stoker's Dracula, but it's his brother because in my mind, in the book, it's not written out, but in my mind as the author, Dracula and all that, that happened, that already happened, you know, like he's dead, like, you, you know, if you've read Dracula. So this is the modernization of his brother in today's world. Wow. So that's fun. I just like, I have all these books and stuff in my head that it's just, I, I, and I have a crazy imagination. Ever since I was a little kid, my imagine is just, my imagination is insane. It's just, like, it's one of the reasons why I'm afraid of the dark. Like, I literally am afraid of the dark <laughs> because my, my imagination is just crazy. <laughs> Not to mention, you know, being intuitive, you know, with the energy healing and stuff and being able to feel creepy stuff, you know. But just right, my imagination right. takes over. But no, it's just really exciting. I have all these things. And then I'm also a freelance artist. And mm-hmm. if people need portraits drawn or if they want, like, baby, have you seen those wooden baby names on the walls? Yeah. 
I make those, I make little caricatures. I, I make those Grinches that are like pulling the, the lights off of the house, you know. I, I pretty much do everything when it comes to art, but I'm really, it makes me happy. It makes me happy to write. It makes me happy to do artwork. It makes me happy pretty much to create things and to help people. So I'm just diving in. <laughs> yeah. So your books, are they directed to uh, more towards a certain age group? Or yeah. do you have different age groups that you write for? Yeah, different age groups. So um, my pirate one, that is going to be very much um, young, young adults. It's going to be kind of like the Harry Potter ones, you know, like okay. the, that kind of age where you're like, as you yeah. grow, it kind of gets darker, you know, it's like um, Dragon Watch or Fable Haven. Um, my fantasy one is going to be more, um, more adult fiction where it's not going to be like, like super adult, you know, but it's just going right, to be more right. for older people. Um, the heart behind the badge is pretty much going to be for anybody pretty much. So I guess my range is kind of all over the place. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. So when, when can we expect to see some of books? Oh man. People have been asking me that for years. Yeah. <laughs> if I had it my way by the end of the year, I'm really going to try and get this, uh, my vampire done, one done. I only have like a chapter left and then I just have to go through and edit it all. And I'm really going to try and find an agent by the end of the year. It's really hard to find agents, like really hard. But once you find an agent, you're, you're set and you're gold. And I do have some ins into the industry. So I'm like, okay, I have high hopes. I'm manifesting it. When I want something bad enough, I usually get it. So. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so that sounds exciting. By the end yeah. of the year, I can't wait to see that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and I'm actually illustrating the um, the front cover of it as well. So yeah. I figure wow. I'm an artist, I may as well illustrate one of my books. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And I've seen some of your artwork and it's beautiful. Thank you. Absolutely beautiful. You know, um, I really think you should share more of that with the world. Thank you. I have been nice. thinking about posting a little bit more of my art um, mm -hmm. on social media to show people because a lot of people think, yeah. okay, like some of my group of friends, they're like, oh, she's a healer. Other people are like, oh, no, she's kind of like a life coach. Other people are like, no, she's an artist. Other people are, no, she's, an, she's a writer. So it's like, okay, I've got I've to kind of like incorporate everything. So everybody can see what, what I have to offer. And then if they like something more than the other, maybe they can come to me and I can, I can do a service for them or help them out with something or, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I see, I see it coming. Farrah Wilson, creative, intuitive. <laughs> oh. covers it all. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. So tell now, us a little bit about your uh, energy healing work. You know, you have done some amazing things for me personally. Thank you. And uh, my house as well. You know, um, share, share with us a little bit about what you're doing. Yeah, of course. All right. So I, I'm an energy healer. <laughs> I have been doing things like this since I was four. I've been doing meditations. I've been doing, in fact, when she talks about her house, I've been doing house clearing since I was a very small child. <laughs> like I never know, told anybody what I was doing because it was very private. It was just one of those things where it's just like, why, why tell anybody? 
And if I told anybody, would they even believe me? You know? Mm -hmm. So every house that I've lived in, like if I would feel stuff in my room or if I feel something, I would, I would do my own little thing that made sense in my head to be able to clear out the negative because I couldn't live mm -hmm. like that. Being super sensitive and feeling different things and negativity, I, I couldn't live like that. Like I just couldn't function. You know, it's like, like, this is just grimy, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. I would do my own little thing that made sense to my little tiny brain or my little tiny self to be able to clear out the negative energy. And so in all the houses that we've lived in, they've always felt really safe. And it's because I was like, you know, I have the intention. I'm going to clear this house and make this a safe haven because I can't live in somewhere that's dirty in a sense, you know? Um, so you're talking like in the spirit world kind of yeah, dirty. In the, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, just, yeah. you know, not like I got to go clean, but right. <laughs> right. Know. Yeah. Just, We're talking cleaning on a whole different dimension. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, you can walk into a room or walk into a building and it just feels almost like haunted or, you know, just yeah. gross. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I just, at a very young age, I learned to clear things out. And um, in fact, my friend, she kind of got wind on it, wind of it, my next door neighbor. And she's like, um, do you think you could do it to my house? And I was like, uh, I've never done it to somebody else's house. And right. she's like, well, could you try? Because my house is messed up. And I was like, well, your house is messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew for a long time. Everybody that's yeah. lived in that house, like I, I just, I've always felt it. Every time I go in there, I just feel it just when I look at it. Um, I said, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yes, I can do that for you. Let, let me come up. I, I said, would you like me to do it um, energetically where I'm not there? Or would you like me to come do it? And she's like, please come over. <laughs> so I said, okay, I'll come over. And I, I cleared the house like I would do my own house, you know, and, and I just went mm -hmm. through and immediately she's intuitive. Immediately she felt, she felt stuff. And she was like, what is happening? I don't like what's happening because when you start to work on a house, you they come out to play they're like oh heck no mm -hmm. i'm not leaving you know i'm not yeah. i'm not going yeah. anywhere and i i needed to shield her which i i normally do this i shield people before i do anything but i, I just went in and i i tackled the house head on and and i found where um the really big spots were and one was a crawl space under her house which was a huge crawl space as big as her um front room upstairs um and i just cleared it all out but the funny thing was is that like she felt it she didn't want go, to go downstairs um, her dog felt it, started whining, this big pit bull terrier, and oh she tucked her tail, started whining and wouldn't go downstairs. I walked downstairs. I, I, it was, I felt super dizzy. I was like, okay, we can't go down there yet. We need to shield ourselves. We need to figure this out, you know, and then we can go downstairs and basically shield yourself with like light, you know, and if you believe in God, light of, light of Christ or, um, yeah. or the light of the universe, you know? And anyways, I did this and I did her house, but then the, the incredible thing was that her friends, like she didn't tell anybody, but her friends went and came over to her house and they're like, I felt like I needed to come over here tonight. Um, what did you do to your house? And she's like, what are you talking about? They're like, what did you do to your house? You did something. It's different. And they're like, uh, well, good or bad. And they're like, no, it's good. Like I can actually stand here now. Like before I, I just couldn't even deal. I couldn't, I couldn't even wow. come in your house. It felt so bad what did you do? <laughs> and so then they, she told them and they're like, I'm so glad that you got it uh, fixed because I couldn't stand being in here. It felt so bad. And yeah. in fact, um, like they, her and her boyfriend, they had so many fights and I would just like look out the window and I would see them screaming at each other and, oh, and just awful stuff. And I told her, I was like, you know, 
your house is playing with you. Like not necessarily your house, but the things in your house, they're trying to like separate you two. They're trying to tear you apart. And I didn't need to tell her that for her to know she knew. Um, But then I worked on that and I actually worked on her husband as well. And they've not been the same since like everything. It's just so calm and they're happy. And she's like, you saved us. You saved our relationship. And it's like, no, it's good. But you know, I, I don't like to take credit because what I do, I believe in God. So I call it, you know, a gift from God. I'm a tool for, for God. If you don't right. believe in God, then I'm a tool for you, the universe. <laughs> but it's really God. I get it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but so it's been really fascinating. Um, so I, I do house clearings and um, that's becoming my niche, it seems like. Yeah. But well, you're very I, good I, at it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's a uh, I feel like my whole life, it was preparing me now to be able to help other people because it's not something new where it's like, okay, I'm going to start house clearing now. I want to add a tool to my belt of energy healing. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> like yeah. clearing places has been, I've been doing it since I was a tiny little kid. Um, but yeah, but so I've been working with people. I've been helping them um, just, you know, helping them to gain their self-worth and, and, and heal from past traumas. But then of course also I'm doing the houses as well. Great. So how do people find you if they need your services? Um, so I'm on Facebook, Farrah Wilson. I'm also um, on Facebook in Farrah's Lighthouse, although that page is having a lot of issues and won't let me do a lot of stuff on that. So I'm trying to yeah. f- figure that out. But I'm okay. also on um, Instagram at Farrah Wilson. Uh-huh. And um, I think that's it for now, but that's you can also- though. Yeah, you can also email me at w-r-e-e-m-u-s at gmail.com as well. Okay, great. And um, for any of our viewers, if you didn't get all that and you need to get a hold of Farah, I will be glad to help you connect if you can't connect. Farah, any last little bit of advice for our viewers who are looking at tools for a peaceful life? Oh, man, I've got so many. (laughs) Um, know your self-worth. And that is a very hard one. That is a very, very, very hard one. And for me to just come out and say, know your self-worth, I know that won't do much, (laughs) but something that you can do to help yourself because everybody struggles with their self-worth, um, is to stop saying things negative about yourself. But if you do start saying the opposite, right? So if you think I'm so stupid, stop yourself right there and say, no, I'm smart. I am smart and recognize that you are in fact smart and think of the ways that you have been smart in your life. So anytime those type of things come into your head, just switch it. And if you're finding it's really hard, I like to do write and burns and I write down the bad thing that I said, and I'm so stupid and I burn it. And as I watch it burn, it's gone. It's eradicated. And then I go to my journal and I write down, I'm smart. And then I write down another thing um, that's really uplifting. Yeah. And so any, any time you think of anything negative, you burn that sucker and you write down something positive yourself and eventually your mindset will start to change and you'll stop saying bad things about yourself. And also just looking in the mirror and saying, you know what, I am smart, I'm amazing and um, I deserve love and I deserve to be loved because that will help bring your life a little more peace. <laughs> that is great advice for a peaceful life. And if I could add, you know, some places you just don't have the ability to burn something. But I have found it very therapeutic 
to just tear it up into little tiny pieces, you know, as tiny little pieces as you can. So it's almost like a little pile of ashes. Yes. You know, such a great way of releasing that negativity. And, mm -hmm. and I like your um, suggestion about in the journal, not just writing like, if I'm stupid, I'm smart, but adding something else, you know, put in a couple positives for any negative yeah. you're releasing, because you're right. We are all worth it. We're all deserving of the best in our life. We're lovable, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know we're worthy of that. Mm -hmm. Vera, thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you. thank you so much for watching. Um, we really appreciate you being here. And anybody who's watching the replay, um, please, you know, let us know you are here in your comments. And we just really appreciate you. And thank you, Farah, once again. Thank you, know, you. It's been great catching up. Can't wait to hear more next time. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Mm -hmm. Bye. <laughs>